0: These are the ships that travel the void. These are the rebels they call terrorists. This is the spark that ignites the fuse. These are fortunes untold. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 3 of The Expanse. If I remember correctly, you're just waking up to get ready for your deal. Okay, so... You did get. I did see you would get some plus points for meeting them up there. Do you want to go there earlier
1: than the time? Have a look around, that or do you seems want to go like there? a
2: fantastic idea? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe
1: maybe go up there in the morning, then go have breakfast, then come in. And yeah. So yeah, the
0: one thing you do notice there's one of the back doors. It is one of those doors that locks from the outside. The lock is on the outside of the door. However, if you want to, it's at the back of the room. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guys. Do something to where it's not locked, but looks like it's locked. Okay. So if you decide to use that side of the door, you can just easily walk through it.
1: That sounds good. Yeah, okay. let's do that. Let's let's jam the locker. Gives something. you gives you a kind of escape route. Mm-hmm. One that they are not expecting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah excellent um, idea. <laughs> and then maybe spend a couple of the others to say, okay, if if they are going to cause some trouble, like these are these few crates over here are probably one of the only places they would hide, or maybe that would be a good spot. You can shift like,
0: some crates around if you'd like. like Move things to be more like... I think they're expecting for you to turn up after they do. Mm-hmm. So if you want to move the crates towards more being in front of where you would be standing, so if yeah. you have to duck behind crates, the crates are all in front of you <laughs> and not in front of them.
2: Yeah, was... Actually, I'm, you said there's cranes.
0: There's a crane, yeah. Uh,
2: I'm going to position something large up above the uh, the entrance area, they would be coming from.
1: Oh, I'd swing like pick Suspending up a big heavy crate and swing it over towards the yep. door.
0: Oh, so you're like you're, ah, I see what you're doing,
2: there. and just keep a nice eye on the control, a nearby control panel. For okay,
0: it. so are you gonna leave it like maybe on, like uh, unlocked with the key in uh-huh. there, just in case you need to hit something? Just in case, just in case. That's yeah. a good idea. I like that. <laughs> you know what? It's very somatic. I can go with that. Right. Um. So yeah, the.
1: It comes to... So yeah, do that. And, uh, you know, yeah, we'll just run out, grab a couple of burritos, bring them back, sit there, and wait, eat. <laughs> Build your burritos. Um, you do watch... Uh,
0: I, I take it you're going to be sitting, like, maybe across the street from the docks. You see them... You see... Uh,
1: oh, I assumed we were sitting in the room, like, the whole time. You can sit I'm in the room if
0: you'd want. Um, the, So you're sitting in the room. Six gentlemen walk in with one lady and another gentleman uh, in, in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. And they walk towards the back. They actually don't notice you at first. Like They just walk in. <laughs> they they thought they were going to be here first. They us. They showed up, up about 11.30. And uh, they were like, okay, well, let's blah, blah, blah. And then they, they start spreading out. And then they turn around. And there you are.
1: Howdy. How you doing?
0: You're a little earlier than I would have expected.
1: It's one of my virtues. Hmm. And he ain't got many.
0: So are you ready to make the... The
1: trade-off sure i'll jump down off the uh the crate i'm ready how you doing kai kai's like i'm okay i'm just
0: um i'm eager to leave uh this particular place and uh go somewhere else
2: yeah we got that impression you have a you have a Particular talent for getting yourselves into sticky situations, don't you?
0: Oh, I, I, I definitely, I definitely didn't mean to.
1: I was <laughs> trying to uh...
2: save it. You can explain it later.
1: We got a long trip ahead of us. All right, Bravada, got your, we got your credits.
0: So you're, she walks over to you. She's and she's like Kai's walking bes- beside her, but mm-hmm. behind her, <laughs> kind of not. She doesn't, he doesn't want to be in her. Field of view and as you walk up um, you hear something from behind you which sounds like a gun cocking and mm. uh, there's a quillow and four of his guys standing there how did
2: I know that was <laughs> going to happen
0: so he's like how about you come with me Kai we'll go back to we'll, we'll go back home and everything will be okay and a chi- Kai turns around and he goes, It's over. I've told you. I don't know how to tell you else. It's over. It's over when I tell you it's over, Kai. And they're getting more and more heated.
1: And, uh, uh oh, well, Chow's gonna put his hands up, like in, in big belter, like gesture. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants any trouble here. Docks aren't built for, for bloodbaths. Eh? Let's all put our guns down. Let's all talk about this all reasonable. Um,
0: so Monteo, like, she hasn't had a chance to grab the cred stick from you yet. And, uh, like, she's getting a bit more tense than she needs to be. She starts to back off and the gentlemen that she brought with her start to,
1: start to pull up their weaponry. Oh boy. What would you like to do? All right, well, I, I assume my my statement there did not have any real effect. The, there's the object of his desire. You are two
0: randoms trying to stop him uh, in between the object of his ad- desire and six people with guns behind you. Okay,
2: so <laughs> I think things are up really, really pear-shaped.
1: Uh, All right, so instead of talking to Aquilo then, or Pravda... I'm gonna turn and talk to the other ten. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna look at all of them and be like, "Come on, folks!" And like, I'll I'll look at each one of them as I'm turning. I'm like, "Come on, folks! There's no place to hide here. You're just gonna be a bullet sponge. You don't want to get in a firefight."
2: So, where is a kilo standing in reference to the crane?
0: <laughs> um, the crane's aimed over the you. You said for where they were gonna come in. Yeah, yeah, at the door. So, so it's actually it's just above the door, but he's not in the doors yet. The d- he's just standing there and his two guards... So he's still kind either- of outside? He's still... He's outside. Like they're, they're almost like a V in towards the door, but they're not
1: in yet.
2: Okay. While he's talking, and if you need to finish something, go ahead. No, no,
1: I was just, just doing that the whole time, unless, and, and like, uh, again, no. that makes... That lets me get a roll against those guys. To just...
2: um, Casey is going to snatch up something like a like a pipe wrench. Yeah. And is going to hurl it at the control panel for the crane to try and drop the load.
0: Well, you're going to—that's a—it's that's a pretty epic move. But you're going to have to roll for it, brother. That's
2: fine. That's a fighting check, I suspect. Yeah, good. I have a fighting I, of three. I think, and it's a prob- focus.
1: I think it's probably accuracy. Accuracy Day-Bree. is is range. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll give it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> right hey, man, hey man, I got to be honest. Yeah, you're right. Hey, your
0: accuracy is not bad either, man. I wouldn't. I, I, it's
2: not near as good as my fighting. No,
0: <laughs> no, not not as good. Uh, Well,
2: I hope this works. (laughs) I hope it does too. (laughs) Actually, six, five, six, plus two for my accuracy. (laughs) And that would be six stunt points. If that's a success. So that's
1: 19 plus six stunt points. Okay, yeah.
0: I was was like, I'm going to lean into this one heavy. It's going to be a 16. And... um, (laughs) Yeah. Once again, you narrowly succeed for some reason. No, you, you fall in. It smashes, and the boxes begin to fall. Now, tell me what you want to do with those points. Mm,
2: that is an excellent, excellent question. Give me a second.
0: So, you're doing the whole. It's okay.
1: Peace, yeah. And all of a sudden, this is a yeah. goes flying <laughs> across. Yeah, it goes flying across my field of vision and <laughs> smacks into the, the buttons. And then you ka-chunk, and a crate falls down. It's the whole uh, ton of bricks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that might be what's in the crate. I don't know. So, yeah.
0: So, out of these vast amount of stunt points you have just earned, how would you like to use them?
2: Well, the first thing I want to do is I want to give... Uh, chow i want to give him two of those stunt points for a take cover action which is a general combat stunt that's uh, very nice of you yeah which will allow him to to gain a cover rating equal to the uh, stunt points spent okay so i figure he sees this happening and he probably hurls himself (laughs) over a crate (laughs) just
1: fling myself over
2: (laughs) and then for the other stunt points oh yeah i got plans for those (laughs) so i'm going to seize the initiative all right which Basically boils down to I go first unless someone else can seize the initiative.
0: Seize the initiative. Move to the top of the initiative order until someone else seizes the initiative. You may take another turn before some others act again. Okay. So I wonder if you roll initiative every single time.
1: No, I think probably just because other people can get stunt points by moving oh, through. Yeah, that's a just, good point. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it just says initiative just says at the beginning of a combat encounter. Okay. So
1: that's that's good.
0: Um so <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: so, I go first.
0: You go yes. first. Yes. Well, let's talk about what the crates do. As you drop the crates, I'm going to say it does one thing. Um, and I'm going to give you the option of one of the things that it does. It will knock prone your enemies or
1: create a blockade. Mm. Mm. Like, okay, because I, I can see the benefits and drawbacks to both. Because if it creates a blockade, is is it going to be like, The crate hits, doesn't block, they can't open the door. Because if that's the case, then we're just stuck there with Pravda. Yeah,
2: we're alone with a bunch of enemies. Yeah. Right. Whereas if it knocks them prone, it delays them briefly. Then they can get up and it turns into a firefight between the two gangs. Yes. So yeah, I would rather delay them, I think. Uh, Because I don't want to keep them completely out. Because again, then it's us versus like six people.
1: Right. Who who now may end up thinking that we are trying to create some sort of problem
2: which you know to be fair we kind of are yeah. yeah i mean if we can get away with the credits i'm more than happy to get away with the credits that too <laughs> so yeah i would say we we knock a kilo and his men prone or you know they dive out of the way or whatever it is and that just delays them briefly getting into the room and gives us time to get out of the line of fire
1: i like that okay
0: so, and, yeah. knock prone is knock your enemy prone. Melee attacks against a prone foe get a plus one, but range attacks against a prone foe suffer a plus one. A minus one, sorry. Okay. Suffer a plus one. So, you get a <laughs> plus one either way. But um, you really feel bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you suffer for the I'm suffering for this plus one. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we're running into initiative order. Um,
2: I'd love to, but I'm going first. Yeah, I know you're going first. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I'm going to assume that you go first. I'm actually going to write this down. Um, All right. So I guess
1: the rest of us have to actually roll for yes. initiative. So how I'm does gonna, that
0: work? Um, if you would like to... Okay, so you roll your dexterity. All right. Make a dex check. You do a dex check. Um, and uh,
1: So what's your dex? My dex is actually, plus, is actually a two. It's pretty good. Oh, that is really good. Right, uh, I don't have any focuses or anything though, so it's just the roll. Holy! <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I got a seventeen before my plus two, so <laughs> I had a nineteen. Um, <laughs> he's going to start checking our dice. <laughs> I know, right?
2: <laughs> okay. And
1: technically, I would get stunt points, but I'm assuming you probably don't get those on I, I initiative check. Not, I don't not know On how a dicks yeah. check. Yeah, I mean, what can I do? Seize the initiative to go first,er? <laughs> <Like>? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> it's mine.
2: You can't
1: have it. I'm just rolling for all. So what was yours?
0: Uh, 19. Okay, so Yeah, you're obviously next, David. And I think instead of making roll for every other single oh, villain, man, I'm going to was... roll the <laughs> villain's roll as one, um, or the, the gangster's gate. roll as one, and the, the OPA rolls as a, another. Well, it would be Aquilo who goes next after you, and then the OPA goes after them.
1: Alright, I wonder if they, does, do you know if Age has any rules for, like, mooks or anything? Like, if you have, like in this one, you've got ten minor characters. Do they have any rules for kind of, like, speeding that up, or is it just kind of it's up to the GM. You can hand wave it, or you can make these, all these roles.
0: Okay, gentlemen. So, yes, there are group roles, and uh, I'm going to, basically, I'm going to break it down to some smaller groups. I'm going to have the thugs on one side, the OPA normal members on another, the Aquilo and Montia's on either side. So basically there's going to be four other people, four other groups besides you two.
1: All right. right. All right. Okay. But major and minor NPCs, I think they say. Major and minors. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to go Chad, Davery, the OPA,
0: I've written down OPA dudes, and (laughs) Aquila, Montreal, and then the uh, thugs. Like, so. Let's be honest, they're all thugs. They're they're all thugs to you guys. (laughs) They're just (laughs) shooting around you. Um... So, how? Chad goes first.
2: Yeah, because I, I seize the initiative. So regardless, yeah. I go first.
0: What would you like to do, Chad? Uh,
2: so at this point, the OPA leader is standing there next to Kai. Yeah, just <laughs> things have about gone sideways. I'm you assuming can see she's, her
0: doing the whole what, and she's Aww. going for her gun. Yeah, she's 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 getting ready to do some quick draw stuff.
2: Uh, so what uh, Casey, is gonna do, Casey is going to do? Casey's going to launch himself uh, uh, basically across at a dead run across the uh loading dock and basically body tackle Kai behind cover okay just just basically just grab him and drag him out of the line of fire uh off to the side behind cover
0: i wouldn't say ta Kai would be against this and actually looking at his character. He's not got too much strength to help him. But um, oh, you, If
2: you want to make me make a, a fighting check. <laughs> I, I would
0: like for you to make a fighting check. I mean you've been dying to use it. But, uh,
2: <laughs> well, so my fighting is a three and I have brawling, so I'm not too concerned.
0: I'm going to roll Kai's dexterity because I think if anyone saw someone running towards you, your gut instinct to just move is going to kick in. Um, I can agree with that. But his, his dex isn't as good as your fighting. Let's just put it that way. <laughs>
2: Uh, I also have the grappling style talent. (laughs) Hey,
0: that's perfect.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's mostly to avoid me being grappled, but just, you know, it's a by the by. Um...
1: I mean, grappling stunts are stuff like takedown, human shield, pin. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's perfect for
2: what you're doing. So I rolled a 10, then another three for my fighting and two for my brawl. So that's a 15.
0: I rolled a seven, <laughs> and uh, he gets a plus one for his um, his dexterity. So he looks at you and... You know how you step sometimes step into the side, but you step into the way of something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: he kind of starts to go one way, starts to go another, and then doesn't He's go then anywhere. Whole, uh,
0: so he kind of unbalances himself, making it easier for you to grab hold of him. Um.
2: Um. So, I mean, technically, I have four stunt points. I'm just going to say I just use that to.
1: Yeah, there, there is a stunt, a grappling stunt called hostage, yeah, there, where you there. just basically grab a guy and you have him wherever you want to. So you that just, actually that, would make sense for yeah. both
0: for for both of them would be like. Suddenly, like, okay, ignore that guy who's got the hostage. because uh, <laughs> They don't want
2: to hit the hostage. Yeah. It,
0: it would make it sense for them to leave you alone, too, while they handle the other guys. But yeah,
2: that's pretty much it. I'm just going to barrel into him and just, he's coming with me. <laughs> okay. He has no
0: choice in this. I'm writing, Chad has grabbed Kay.
2: He's not a bad guy. He's he's stupid. He's not bad.
1: Chad has grabbed Kai. Oh, I thought you said bad guy. He's grabbed Kai. That's
0: really hurtful, man. (laughs) Chad's a bad guy grabbing Kai. Well,
2: yes, but that's beside the point. Oh, hi.
0: (laughs) Okay, we've gone way too far down that rabbit hole. This has turned into one messed up haiku. Um, <laughs>
2: so, yeah, that's essentially, I think, all uh, Casey's going to do is, you're coming with me. <laughs> Just drag Kai out of the line of fire and behind cover.
1: All right, Davey, it's your turn. Right. Um, I am going to... I don't know if there are any specific rules for holding actions or anything, but I'm basically going to try and provide cover for the two of them. So, actually, okay. that's probably my action is is to... Because if, if I remember correctly from the age rules, you have a major and a minor action yeah. each round. So my minor action is going to be to draw my pistol. Okay. And my major action is going to be to give them cover. Okay. So I'm going to, if, if anybody gets too close to them, to, to Casey and Kai, they get in shot. Okay. Um,
2: I think that would be a prepare action. Okay. Which is another minor action, which you can trade your major in for an additional minor, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Um, and prepare is when you take this action, you postpone your major action. You declare one major action and your choice to prepare it. After you do so, the next person initiative or acts and so on, but at any time until the beginning of your next turn, you can interrupt another character and take your prepared action immediately. Perfect. So yeah.
1: you, you lose it if you don't use it. So yeah, okay. I, and I'll lose it if I don't. So yeah, that's, that's the idea is if anyone gets too close to these guys, they're getting shot.
0: All right, good, good. So after that, it's uh, OPA dudes. Um, they're going to spread out and start shooting at the 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 villains, the the bad guys. The they're thugs. all villains. <laughs> they're all villains. Well OPA technically
1: aren't villains. They're freedom fighters of a sort.
2: I could make a real world reference, but I won't. And we'll just move
1: on. So do you want to just like define, oh, these guys are in the background getting shot or?
0: It's like bullet fire just going back and forth. I'm just going to roll one to see if, how much damage? They're all dead. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll take off some points. Of da- um, do, 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 Yeah. Oh, let's just say, the the. Okay, one of the guys. One of the op. One of the uh, one of the thugs gets. Like he's the guy who's still standing after the the thing drops. He's the one who thought he was lucky. Like, ha, hey, you missed me. He gets shredded
2: <laughs> and goes down in a hail of gunfire.
0: Yeah, this like for the amount of damage that I rolled yeah, it's not fun. Um,
2: <laughs> so he's thoroughly perforated. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, he's
0: he looks like he looks like he's been punctured. Um, after that, it's Aquila. Aquila's uh, gonna shout out, "You give me Kai back now, you traitorous scum!" And he's um he's gonna take a shot at uh take a shot at Chad. All right. uh,
1: <laughs> now, does he spend his actions getting up?
0: Oh, yeah. Good point. He's going to spend his minor standing to his feet and his major um, to just... I guess he's just standing up. He's going to take a shot. Um,
2: well, this could be fun because he might hit me or Kai. <laughs> yeah. like uh, he, he's, he's
0: angry. All right. Uh,
1: and I think that would give your... That's what I was going to say. I, th- that, I think that's close enough that I'd, I'd like yeah, to like trigger my you're, prepare.
0: Your prepared action was to defend him against anyone All right. that's coming up.
1: To, so. All right, so, so, yeah. I, I'll shoot. As soon as he stands up, I'll be like, thanks. Pew, pew. Okay. Fire away. So, it is accuracy plus 3D6. My accuracy is a two. This character's surprisingly competent.
2: Yeah. But my character is pretty good at <laughs> that, too. What did you...
1: <laughs> I rolled a 16 uh, plus two wow. and six stunt points. So okay, those dice are doing really well. These dice freaking love me. So what
2: David's saying is we're playing the age system from here on out because he's doing exceptionally
1: well. <laughs> I'm doing as well with this as I was with Call of Cthulhu's roll low. Like <laughs> yeah. this is like We're just saying something. I know. This game loves me. <laughs> so you would have to be as
0: defense. Which is a 10.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I do.
0: And uh, I guess you roll for damage? Uh, or are you are going to use your stunts first?
1: You're right, I am going to use my stunts. Watch what and be like, I'm going to add plus six and plus six. <laughs> and plus <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Headshot. <laughs> a lot of these are, uh, do seem like they're kind of focused on like pulp or cinema or something like that. And those, I'm not really super interested in those. Um, there is one I kind of like. And I feel like that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, there, there's called shot, mm-hmm. and you can add penetrating to your damage. And I was like, I can shoot the gun out of his hand. I'm like, eh, it doesn't really feel like it's appropriate to the Expanse. The Expanse isn't like all trick shots and stuff like it's that. It's a yeah. little grittier. Yeah, so I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'll spend two points on my general combat stunts mm-hmm. to do vicious blow, which is inflicting an additional plus 1d6 of damage. <laughs> so you're
0: going to roll 4d6 worth of damage? 3d6. 6. 3d6. Yeah, because it, it oh, it's two points
1: for one Right, for two one, points, one D6. And it does not say you can spend multiple times. which because yeah, okay. I could get, get really
2: ridiculous. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I'm going to do that one. And then uh, there is an option for... There's one for, like, your your friends can run. And, and I kind of wanted to look at that and see what that one is, because that seems to be... Hey, ah, pick, pick one ally to move two yards in a direction they choose for each two stunt points spent. Okay. You can choose group tactics more than once per turn. So spend two to do the uh, bump the damage yeah and i'll spend two points for kai and two points for casey yeah to each be able to move two yards towards maybe towards the door that we have unlocked that okay. seems like a fantastic idea that's a really good idea okay so i'll roll my damage uh, it's actually not that great it's a total of 10 plus one so that's 11 points of damage i mean that's a lot but that's not like oh. he is wearing armor so he does get that armor reduction, which is a three. Okay. So he
2: takes That's eight. Points. Well he, and then he soaks that from his fortune? Yeah. Is that right? Is that, your
1: fortune's essentially your health. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So so he doesn't soak it, he just that's that's your quote unquote hit points.
2: Well, sort of. I mean you're not once you run out of fortune, you start taking conditions, but it doesn't mean you're dead. Okay. Yeah. Because Basically, any leftover damage transfers to condition, okay. Um, but and then, of course, conditions stack, and you know, you end up dying. But so it's like some
1: games where they have like stamina versus uh, hit it seems like it a little that. bit, yeah. Okay, that makes sense,
0: yeah. But um, just say he felt that quite <laughs> severely. Um, so, um, yeah, so he was going to do something, I think. Um, he was going to try and shoot at Chad. I doubt he's gonna have the ability after getting hit with that. I think I would break his initiative order. I don't know. Like, you guys are DMs. Would you have him continue rolling after?
2: I I mean, I would probably carry on. Uh, Probably, it's more of a simultaneous action than it is. uh, Okay,
1: I'd I'd have him move on. Maybe up to there's uh, some additional difficulty because of the combination of both being shot and Chad and Kai running away. Yep, it's a good point. So maybe give him like a you know plus one difficulty or something. Yeah, Yeah.
2: but that sort of thing I usually consider to be happening at basically the same time. Okay.
1: I think there are
0: stunts that would let me stop him. Yeah. So Davy has stolen all my luck. I rolled <laughs> a 7. Um, that's
2: your title from here on out. Luck stealer.
0: I'll take it. With my plus 4 for my pistol, because he's got a plus 4 to his attack roll, that still puts me up at an 11. So does an 11 hit your armor, Chad? Uh,
2: my normal defense is 12 and that's not accounting for cover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well. So he shoots It probably pings, ping close. You hear that, you oh, hear the no ping, yeah. You hear the ping, but you're
2: You hear that ping? Where the the bullet goes spinning by after it hits a crate. <laughs>
0: um after that it would be it would uh, be Parvati uh, Parvati Moneta. Parvati, it's, okay. So she's gonna take she's gonna take her shot at um she's actually Here's the thing where I'm stuck at. All right. And this is what I'm going to roll off on. Chad just stole her money. Well, not her money, her cash cow. Bad guy's in front of her. Right. So I'm going to roll off, but I'm going to give it in the order of the bad guys in front of you. So one and two is going to be Chad. And the
1: rest is going to be. Okay, because also to, to factor in anything that might sway her, I'm holding the money. I'm not running away, and I'm shooting. A, I literally just shot an equil. Yeah, the, that's uh But Chad just dive tackled
0: and it's ran true. off yeah. with her, it, and that's absolutely true. Yeah, so, so
2: she may just spin and fire at me. Yeah, eh.
0: that's a three. She, didn't, she shoots at the. Uh, she shoots at one of the Ooh. the the, uh, the villainous gentleman. So, hey,
2: if they want to kill each other, I am perfectly fine i'm with freaking this. terrible like she <laughs> she's
0: a worse shot it. than a Ak- akula was, <laughs> so yeah, she just she, i guess the, uh, the the sheerness of everything that's going on, even with a purse three, she's not going to hit. To be
2: fair, a lot of stuff happened in a very short period of time.
1: This is all very confusing and very sudden.
0: (laughs) So
2: you got cranes, you got body tackling, you got gunfire.
0: The thugs are all going to get up and they're going to take shots at the OPA. That roll was a bit better. That was a 12. Let's check how the OPA guys are looking. Okay. Let's just say, let's roll for damage. No. Yeah, that's two. Sorry.
1: Yes. No, maybe. What? <laughs> um,
0: seven points of damage. Yep. You just see one of the OPA guys get <laughs> obliterated. Two. Some of them aren't as strong as others. So let's just put it that way. So, returns down to normal order. Uh, Chad, how would, you, how would you like to add?
2: Well, I don't. The thing is, I think I stay at the beginning of the initiative order. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you do. I, yeah. So, yeah. At this point, since we've already, I've already started dragging Kai towards the uh, towards the door.
0: I, I think, think at this point, Kai realizes that you're not doing anything harmful to him. He's <laughs> like, like uh, uh, in this initiative, he's realized you've just pulled him out of getting shot. So <laughs> he's probably going to be like, okay, like, what are we doing? Where are we doing? Where are we going? What is going? On?
2: <laughs> um, ciao. Let's go. He- Mm, so do I open fire, or do I just take both actions to head for the door? I'm very inclined to just take both actions and head for the door. I can <laughs> respect that decision. Yeah, I, I think Casey's going to just uh, hustle Kai from cover to cover in the direction of the door and just use both actions as move.
0: Okay, well, um, let's just see. The way I see it in my head is it was quite a large area, but the you... You were about ha- uh, a quarter of the way in. You were out of the way because you know where your drop yeah. trap was. You were further off away to not sustain any damage. So you're probably about two thirds of the way in. This would probably get you it, that that dashing probably about another th- one third of the way in. So next round you might be able to make it to the door.
2: <laughs> and he's just uh, Casey's just shouting, uh, "Chow! Stop playing with the gangsters and let's get out of
1: here." All right. So, it's your turn. It's my turn. Uh Chao is going to throw the uh cred stick yeah. thing at Pavarti. Yeah. He's going to throw that at her uh, just say taki, taki satara" and just run. <laughs> <laughs> so, does Takitaki satara It just means thanks. <laughs> okay.
2: I'll okay. say I never gave you nothing. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah.
1: Basically, it's just like, "Hey,
0: you know, our deal is done here." <laughs> okay. So, I'm not going to give that as a minor action because like just throwing a cred stick not particularly hard. I'm, not, I'm tempted to make you roll. You made Chad roll. You know what? You're gonna have to roll for accuracy. <laughs> All right, that's, that's fair enough. Back in the back of the head with it. She may uh, take this as an assault. <laughs> I get a total of thirteen. Yeah, it's good. I was only gonna make it a ten difficulty. Okay, no. so that's, that's pretty easy. Um, she grabs it out of mid here, and she's like, she she points her she points her she kind of points at you, and she goes
1: you still owe me for leading him here, but <laughs> it's on my tab. <laughs> <We're gonna run. laughs> uh, are you going to take your other actions to bolt? Yeah, I'm going to run. This I'm going to run behind Kai and Casey. Okay, so
0: there's the three of you are heading off together. He
1: seems like he has the right idea. <laughs>
0: um, I approve of this decision. <laughs> Aquila's going to take uh, seeing you guys run off with it, he's, he's He, uh, I'm trying to oh, see. Oh yeah,
2: I, I, well I fully expect Aquilo is. What I know of him, he's going to shoot at the people who are trying to run off with what he thinks of as his possession. Yeah,
0: so he's going to take another. He's going to take another shot at uh, who's the closest. Who would be the closest to you at this point? (laughs) I'm probably close. He would be the
2: closest, but I'm the closest to Kai. Yeah, you're yeah. the
0: one who grabbed Kai. I'm yeah. going to give him another uh, another shot. You let's
1: see how he does. Let's, I hope I'm going to roll <laughs> somewhere else <laughs> because but. I'm
2: basically the one dragging Kai out of here. Yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of the obvious target.
1: Yeah, you're you're dragging Kai away. Uh, Chow is just has only taken one action as a move, so I assume I'm like two yards behind you. or Yeah, something. you're the dragon who stole his princess. <laughs> okay, wow, um, that one
0: wasn't too terrible. So that's eleven plus four. Oh wow! That's a fifteen.
2: Well, my defense is a twelve plus anything for cover, but that probably still hits me.
0: Yeah. So I was going to give you a plus two for cover, which is um, fine.
2: Yeah. So that yeah that would that would wing me.
0: So um, you're going to roll two d six plus one. but I don't kill you. Oh, eleven plus one. 12 points of damage. Holy.
2: Oh, so I've got two toughness, but I have twenty fortune. Okay, so that drops me to ten fortune. Ouch! Yikes.
0: So that like. He t- oh. he rears back. He does the whole neck crack <laughs> thing. Aims his gun down. Pulls the trigger and hits you.
2: I imagine Casey like staggers, you know, because that's a solid. That is a hit, you know. That's a solid connect. Not and Casey, I imagine snaggers like. If I had time, I would come back and kick your ass, <laughs> and then just, but just kind of keeps staggering forward because yeah, ow.
0: Yeah. After that, it's. It's actually, I skipped the OPA dudes. They're actually going to take shots at uh, Aquila. Maybe try and take him out. Don't shoot our friend who owes us money. <laughs> Don't shoot our paycheck. <laughs> so they're going to they're gonna take shots at him. Let's see how they do. Come on. All right. Let's, let's use these gunslingers and kill some guys. Okay, so that's seven. Plus a, plus a two. So they get a nine. And he's got a ten defense, I think it was.
1: Yeah, he's got a ten defense. So he's, so he's standing there all wired up. his bullets are just flying past yeah, him. Like,
0: <laughs> well, after that it's it's the it's Moneta's turn and she's gonna take a shot at him too. Don't don't shoot my friend who just paid me.
2: <laughs> Actually this way she doesn't care if he shoots us. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's already got her money. <laughs> Ten plus she got ten plus three. She had a thirteen, so she she takes a shot at him and she's got a plus three pistol damage. So two D six plus three. And she I just rolled doubles, two sixes as well. Nice! So she did oh, oh, oh. she did fifteen. She shoots Ooh. him in the head. Yikes! Like he drops. Boom. <laughs> he is he is down. And I know we said we talked about damage and uh things, but he actually turns out to be a minor character. Yeah. So when you drop him below there to character. He's dead. Like you see him. They're straight up dead. His head caves. Goodbye.
2: I don't see nothing because I'm too busy oh, yeah. running the other direction. He just hit yeah.
0: that bang. <laughs> yeah. Confetti. But his thugs, seeing uh, Aquila take the bullet, his thugs still. They're still in the, the blood mists. So they're going to take a shot and they're crap. So they don't. Or I'm crap. So they don't take a shot. Chad, it's your turn. Are you going to head for that door? Heck yeah. You're not going to st- try and claim some sort of vengeance? No, Over he's dead. dead body. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because so,
2: I'm nothing if not pragmatic.
0: This is going to get you to the door.
2: Yeah, he's going to basically toss Kai through the other side of the door and basically got a hand on the door while yelling at Chow,
0: move! So, what would you like to do, David? We ain't
2: got time. Chow
0: would like to move. Okay, uh-huh. so your double moves. They will get you at that back door.
2: Slamming the as soon as Charles through, Casey's going to slam the door and lock it.
0: I'm not going to continue rolling on at this point for the bad guys because they're just going to keep shooting at each other until one group is uh, significantly smaller than the other. But you <laughs> won't know that because it's you're not.
2: We don't care anymore. You just closed
0: the door on that situation. <laughs> so, what would you like to do now? Go for some coffee. Yeah,
1: let's, let's get a burrito. Put our feet up, you know.
2: <laughs> well, I strongly suspect we should get Kai back to the ship because I don't think he's going to be real happy about where we're taking him. So we should get him there before he
1: finds out. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll start dragging Kai towards the ship. Come on, we're gonna get you out of here. We're gonna get you safe. <laughs> Take off.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, we're I toss him in the ship, we're getting we're getting out of here before someone else who wants to shoot us shows up or, or station security
0: us or, yeah. or yeah anything. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are like you're. You you take off and you're running back to the ship. It's uh, you can hear the gunships going off. You can he- actually hear the the, the Pink- Pinkerton agencies uh, <laughs> they're the, they're closing in, but they're closing in on that area. But as you are walking up to your ship, you see that same detective, and he <laughs> he's sitting he's sitting there again. This time he's eating an apple. Um, <laughs> he eats a lot. <laughs> the snacking detective, and he he looks up at you guys. He goes. I told you not to cause any trouble. We
2: won't okay.
1: cause any no trouble.
2: We just got near it. Hey, sounds to me like uh, we just may have cleaned up a little bit of trouble for you.
1: You planning on leaving? Well, if you get out of the way. <laughs> right this second. Don't.
0: Next time you come to Ganymede Station, we might have a conversation. But uh-huh. I think it's better that you gentlemen get off my station.
2: <laughs> Happy to do it.
0: <laughs> so, you get in your ship. The doors seal shut, power on up,
1: turn on the radio. Um, Chad's bleeding out. Uh, that's, that's what I was about to say. I, Chow's other ability is medic. Oh, cool. Well, that yeah. gives us a chance to have a look at this stuff. Yeah. And so I've looked it up. The mm-hmm. rules are for first aid. Uh, it it doesn't matter if you're in cinematic or gritty. Okay. I'm going to assume that the, we're probably gritty. Yeah. Um, the first aid action is a target number of 13. And restores health equal to the provider's intelligence plus one. Okay. So I'll roll that. I do have the medicine focus. Okay. And I have the medic, which is it allows patients to add plus five to tests to overcome a medical hazard. But I'm thinking this includes saving a patient from dying or reviving an unconscious patient. Yeah. I'm assuming that probably doesn't factor into first aid because I'm betting that's like radiation or stability yeah. checks, mm-hmm. something like that. But the plus two for having medicine definitely
0: Also you're on your ship now, so you would have your sick bee. Okay. I'll give you a plus two for that too. Oh nice.
1: All right. Um let's see, that's eleven twelve on the die plus uh five, seventeen, plus one, so eighteen?
0: Have eighteen health points. No, added to
1: your, but I'm just no, no, yeah, no, he, he gets, yeah, my intelligence plus one, but my intelligence is three, so you get four points back. Okay. Four points, I'll of, take uh, it.
0: like, hey, four points of health back now, four points of health back later.
1: <laughs> now we'll say that um, they they do specifically mention that you can only do first aid once per damage mm-hmm. thing. So, mm-hmm. but
0: this like, one
2: I need to rest, right? Yeah, like yeah. you'll
1: have to have like proper medical care. So even with this, my character starts with the max intelligence. And got his role, and got the bonus, and all that, and it still is like what mm. a third of what you took. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, a little less than half. So, I took, because I took ten points. Oh, you took ten. Yeah, yeah.
1: so, uh, yeah, so it's it's still lethal, even with a combat medic right beside you. Yeah, yeah
2: so Casey is settling into his uh, his console on the ship with a bottle of whiskey <laughs> to kill to help kill the pain,
1: uh, and I'll pick up the whiskey and be like, "Let me have it off a second, and then pour some on the wound."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it burns!
1: Um, got to disinfect that. <laughs>
0: So Kai comes up and he sits beside you guys and uh, you start up the engines and head off into the Expanse.
2: <laughs> and the music swells. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, gentlemen, it's time to give our review and um, we're going to start off with experience. The thing is, in this quick start, s- quick start there isn't really anything that gives a toll. It, it mentions rewards. Mm-hmm. So... I am assuming you get your his son back to him, and he does pay off your ship, um, minus the, uh, not minus five percent because you did talk him out of it. So you did get your, uh, you got your, you got your ship back. You got him back, and I, I guess that all ran well. So other than that, I think we need to. Res- I'm going to pass it over to Chad <laughs> to explain the age mechanic, so that we still do give the. Yeah, I'm.
2: I'm presuming that the Expanse RPG, when it comes out, will use the Modern Age advancement rules or something very close to mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, the thing with the advancement in Modern Age is it. There's a couple of ways to handle it, and one of which is this: the GM decides when you've gained a level. Straight up, which it's, it's GM hand? I guess that's
1: one thing we should definitely preface because we didn't do it because of the <clears throat> the uh, pre-made characters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're. It, it's a level-based system. It's yeah. not like. It's not like 5 XP buys you an advancement or anything like that. It's, it's just like D&D. Like you're a first le- you start off at first level, you go all the way up to probably 20th level, and yeah. you advance as, as you level up. Yeah, and it's, that's
2: exactly it. Like, there's an experience point table, 2,000 experience is level 2, 4,000 is level 3, and so on. Um, and like I said, there's basically two ways. Either the GM just straight up says, hey, you've, you've gained a level. This is the GM decides when you've you've gained a level, rather than handing out experience points to keep track of. Yeah, and the other is the GM hands out experience points to keep track of.
1: Right. Which, just as a personal preference, I've always kind of preferred when the GM tells you when you level up because mm-hmm. I. You know, I'm sucker for drama and I like when you level up at cinematically appropriate levels. Mm-hmm. And I always hate when like your characters in in D&D are fighting along and they defeat the red dragon and they slay it and they, you know, there's been all of this like epic build up of them tracking it for, you know, five game sessions and they do all that and then nothing happens and then they just go off to the tavern and take a drink and then they head out to their next adventure and they stumble across a couple of orcs on the way and they kill them and level up. I was like, really? <laughs> Come on, man. You're <laughs> shy of that 50 XP that you require. to Exactly. You know,
2: it's funny you mention that. The, what it puts me in mind of years ago, and I say years ago, I mean like 20-something years ago, there was a cartoon in a dragon magazine and it was this guy who'd come bursting into a tavern, and he said, Everybody run! There's a fighter coming, and he only needs four experience points for
1: 20th level! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. I'm like, I hate that. So I'm, I'm much more with the GMs like, that was awesome, guys. Take a level! I, I've started to come around to that.
2: I, I don't mind, depending on the game, I don't necessarily mind assigning experience, but I, I'm, I'm starting to come around to, to your viewpoint on it that... For a lot of games, it's better for just at dramatically appropriate moments that the GM says, hey, you've done great
1: things. You gain a level. Right. And I still like there being numbers because I feel like that gives you kind of a mark of when you should. Mm -hmm. Like, should I give them a level every other session or should it be like every eight sessions?
2: Yeah, at least gives the GM a way to kind of measure it out. Yeah. Rather than being completely arbitrary. Yeah. But yeah, I'm kind of coming around to your viewpoint that dramatically appropriate moments are the better way to handle it, at least in most systems.
0: I think you guys would have gained a level. <laughs> you, did, you did manage to... You achieved your goal. You got through a gunfight. You did your investigative work. You didn't die in a trap. you like... I didn't fire my pistol a single time. No. The the fighter didn't fire his pistol <laughs> at all.
1: We made friends with the OPA. You
0: did. You've got, like... You furthered the story on. You've made some connections. Like, it, I would have I said you guys, especially because it's a... You're, you're starting off at level one. To go up to level two after that seems like you something that you would... Yeah. So you guys get to level.
2: So on that note, the way, once you level, how that goes depends on the game mode. Okay. And so Age has three game modes, gritty, pulpy, and cinematic. And essentially gritty is where well, you get fewer rewards functionally. So, you know, we're presuming The Expanse, based off the books, is on the grittier side.
1: Right, because I'm, I'm assuming that Age... Uh... Because we never really played around enough for me to level in our our off-air game either. Uh, but I'm assuming that Gritty is like, like you say, like The Expanse or mm-hmm. uh, Game of Thrones or something like that where your characters have a lot of danger and can die at any time. That's pretty much the impression I get. So, for example, on Gritty, when you level up,
2: well, let me just step back. When you level up, you get a health uh, advancement and defense and a tough and toughness advancements. And then there are other advancements based on what level you level to, sort of like Pathfinder, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, you know, when feats are staggered at certain levels. Right. So, for your example, your health advancement. So in Gritty, there is no health improvement after level one. Whoa. None. You gain no additional health.
1: So a pistol can kill you at 20th level just like it can at first.
2: Pretty much. And the same thing for uh, toughness and defense. There's no improvement after level one. It stays at whatever, unless, you know, not counting for armor, but otherwise it stays. Ooh. Uh, toughness only applies to stun damage. So by gritty rules, it looks like, and according to the the uh, modern age book, toughness does not block like bullets, because that's lethal damage. Toughness is only good against stun damage. Yikes. And then resources, because your characters have resource points, you know, for income and what have.
1: Okay, so instead of like, they, they, abs- they have an abstract out system. For yeah, resources. they basically
2: abstract out, like if you look at the... Uh, if you look at the characters sheets in the expanse, you have like an income test and they sort of abstract uh, out the same thing with, uh, with, uh, resource points. It's, uh, it's pretty much what it is.
1: Okay. Yeah. And it looks like it's the same thing for income test, 3d6 plus income versus target number. So yeah. yeah, seems like it's just like every other test that they do.
2: Yeah. So gritty, you don't automatically gain resource points when you level up. It's by GM assignment only. Now, compare that to Pulpy. Pulpy, health, one plus constitution per level after level one. Yeah. You know, Same thing basically applies to toughness and defense. Plus one toughness or defense uh, every four levels. Same thing. All stun damage and impact wound damage is covered by toughness and Pulpy. So you resist a lot more stuff. Mm. And then you get uh, one lost resource point is replenished every level plus GM awards. So you're getting, mm-hmm. you know, it's more generous. Right. And then cinematic is the most generous. 1D6 plus constitution per level after level 1. You know, defense uh, defense goes up a point every level after uh, every four levels. All damage except penetrating wound damage is covered by toughness. So it's a lo- you're a lot tankier. Okay, much more so. So, yeah, it, it there's a dramatic difference in leveling up and feel.
1: Okay, based so off I, of I each think we I think the one time I rolled damage then I think we kind of messed that up. And but it also does make more sense because there was a uh what do you call it? There was a uh, stunt point mm-hmm. mechanic that lets you convert your damage to penetrating, yeah, and yeah. I guess that's really important in those cinematics because then you can just ignore all of their toughness and just go straight to the
2: yeah full damage and the thing is I don't think like if you're looking if you look in the expanse quick start, it does differ a little bit from modern age, and they don't specifically say whether it's running gritty because like the damage section in expanse says you subtract your toughness, including armor from damage.
1: Okay, and then if damage remains, hmm. spend fortune to eliminate some or all of it on a one-to-one basis.
2: Yeah. So I don't know if that's something that they're going to do explicit to the advance, like they're gonna they're going to the advance is going to be slightly different from Modern Age, or if it's simply simplified for the purposes of this being the quick start.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and yeah, we we did kind of mess it up, and but I think it's kind of it. I think it's interesting. Um, so yeah, you spend your fortune. Yes. One to one. And then you take an injured or wounded condition to amount for the remaining damage. Each condition removes 1d6 damage. Yep. So, and then you have a bunch of conditions and they're things like wounded, unconscious, injured, dying, prone, yep. blah, blah, blah,
2: But none of us got injured enough to the point where we'd spent all of our fortune. Right. Yeah. But
1: like, I think probably all that would have happened would have been... Uh, since I just hit the guy the one time is I would have shot him. He would have exchanged out some toughness and maybe been knocked prone.
2: Yeah. And that's what I was saying. You kind of use fortune to soak damage. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I meant. You, you essentially, you have to deplete your fortune before you're really injured. So it is kind of, as you mentioned, sort of like a stamina system. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then it looks like things like injured or wounded, you have varying penalty levels mm-hmm. and maybe like limited movements and things like that. Okay. I've, I like that. I kind of wish we had shot around some more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wish we hadn't cowered out so we could test these out.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's a lethal system, so of course we cowered it out. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. It makes total
1: sense. <laughs> I was just saying for the purposes of it. <laughs>
2: Agreed. But, uh, yeah, it looks like the Expanse, at least in the quick start, does differ a little bit from modern age. Yeah. yeah all right. But that's kind of to be expected. They may be doing things slightly different when the full book comes out. But I think it's close enough that
0: you get the idea. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen. On to the next area, which would be critical hits, which you guys did a bloody lot of.
2: <laughs> I don't think that technically exists in this system. Well, you, you <laughs>
0: did a lot of stunts. That's
2: true. Um, honestly, I think the biggest thing for me is the system is very quick and it's very smooth.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. That was, I, I'm going to interrupt to say that was going to be mine also. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's just ease of play.
2: Yeah, I think, and we played uh, Fantasy Age a little bit offline yeah. in our in our non recorded uh, group, and Modern Age. And I have to say, I think I like Modern Age a little bit better. I think the the system works a little bit better with modern systems, mm-hmm. um, just because Fantasy there's a certain level of tankiness that seems to go along with it. That, well, it does. It works fine. It just the feel seems better to me in right. uh, in a modern or sci fi setting, which is not not really anything against the system. That's just a personal you know, I kind of feel like it really works for modern and sci-fi.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, the attributes again, going by modern age, I know you can roll for your, you roll 3d6, just like every other game since Gary <laughs> Gygax created them. You can roll 3d6 to create your attributes, but there's a scale. So mm-hmm. like if you roll a 14, then you have an attribute of two. Yeah. And they drop those instantly. And it's just back to the way these nine attributes are with a value of, I think they go from negative one to three. And like I like it. After that, they're just set at you know, negative one to three. That mm-hmm. that's that's your attribute, and it's dead easy. You add your attribute directly to the three D six that you're rolling.
2: Yep. Yeah, if you've played most modern RPGs, you're familiar with base roll plus ability plus skill. Right. And that's essentially that's what it is. And you know, there's no reason to remake the wheel in that particular No, but it's
1: all uniform. It all seems to track very well. And yeah, you can split apart your attributes. So that's kind of one thing I always didn't like is if you had like a high dexterity as a character, you were good at everything. Mm -hmm. Like you were good at everything dexterous. You were lightning fast and incredibly agile and incredibly (laughs) like manipulative hands. And I always think of like Ricky Jay, the the magician. Mm Mm-hmm. The guy could just, like, he could literally make things disappear right before your eyes. He technically has a dexterity that's insane, but he was also, like, a big, chunky dude. He wasn't dodging bullets. No, that guy was not going to be running a a 100K dash anytime soon. Like So so I was like, how do you represent that? Mm -hmm. And so I think with this one, having dexterity and then being able to take the focus of nimble fingers or something like that really helps to... It helps to spread out your your attributes and define your character mm-hmm. a little more tailor made.
2: Yeah, it's like yes, you're generally dexterous, but at the same time, specifically you're you've got really nimble fingers. You can pick locks as opposed to I'm super fast. Yeah, yeah, and it makes sense. Like you said, it, it sort of defines you out a little
1: bit. Better. I'm Usain Bolt, so I can hack a computer faster than anyone. <laughs> That's not really how this works. <laughs> but it should. <laughs> well, my plus point for this was uh,
0: I love the way the 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 quick start setup. Mm-hmm. Um after doing after doing the overlight, which was a lot more free form, mm-hmm. this one gave me all the information I need. I had character breakdowns that gave me all their stats. They I had the, I had the same character sheets that you did, except for my NPCs, which is really good. Especially when I go off book a little, which you always have to do, <laughs> um, to
2: you had enough support
0: yeah like i I knew what you had to roll to beat them, mm-hmm. like there were certain times I had to make judgment calls, but every other thing I was taken directly from the from right in front of me, and it all gave me this this uh really well done flow, it sh- took me where you guys wanted to go, whatever you want, whatever stages you set forth mm-hmm. it was all there in front of me, I didn't feel like I needed a whole lot, awesome.
1: so
2: which is good because, yeah, after running a, l- a couple of games, we had run a couple of games where there was not sufficient GM support. <laughs> yeah, and
1: you just, you feel like you're drowning. So I will ask you, Andrew, because you're the one who's, you've got the unique insight here. Since you ran the game, so you've looked at the entire adventure, you're also the one of us who has watched and, and read the most of the game. Do you think this, the age system does a good job of representing the expanse? Oh, yeah,
0: totally. The, the great thing about the expanse is, and there's one thing. The individual can have mass impact, mm-hmm. but you're still an individual. So it it's like in the first the first series of the Expanse, and I don't think I'm spoiling too much because both of you have seen it. One of the main characters on the ship, like the the dock, mm-hmm. bites the bullet because a a bulkhead gets fired through. He dies instantaneously. He was a major character up until that point. Like it shows you the fragility of your characters with Showing the mass impact your characters can have too. Mm-hmm. So a grain of sand can change the 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 weight of things, but it's still just a grain of sand, you know. It's still, it's still,
1: <laughs> you can still flick it off if you notice it. it <laughs> off,
0: but it's not like so. They've got that huge. It's the like we said in the first episode. The the micro and the macro macro aspect of this game is still really cool. The the details are all there. The the money, the the skill sets too. Being able to like. Like like you were saying earlier on, like being able to specialize. You can be major de- majorly dexterous, but you can also pick people's, po- pick people's pockets with it instead of running that minute mile. All right, cool, cool. All
2: right, well, is there anything... I mean, I guess we got to move on to the bad stuff now, if there is any.
0: Critical misses.
2: Yeah, critical misses, critical failures. Honestly... I, I'm having trouble thinking of anything I would really qualify as a critical failure. There's a couple of things I thought were a little odd, mm-hmm. but, you know, of course we'll cover those a little bit later. But as far as, like, a, like an absolute failure, I, I'm actually having trouble thinking of anything
1: offhand. There are a couple of things that I would, I'm a little leery about, and I, I think they worked well at the... Ex, the uh with a quick start, mm-hmm. I'd like to keep playing further with them. And I know some people have mentioned them and have kind of come around with some workarounds, but they've had to come around with their own individual workarounds. Mm-hmm. One is, and this one is just, I, you would have to play out to find out is that the 3D6 model for rolling. Mm-hmm that target numbers kind of fall apart in higher levels okay. because you end up, your attributes are higher. You have a lot of focuses, you have a lot of talents, you have all of these things and your target number is still a 10.
2: So you're basically succeeding all the time right. regardless.
1: Yeah. that it, it lowers danger. Like when you get to be around level nine or so, you've got to roll 3d6 plus 15 against a target number of 10.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's something I hadn't thought of, but yeah, I can, cause I hadn't really thought about the math, but yeah, you're, you're right. I can certainly see that maybe happening if that's true of how the, On how the bonuses stack. I was
0: going to say that for like, honestly, right now, I think maybe the target levels, you guys succeeded an awful lot. Right. And we're first level. I'm Mm -hmm. first level. And that was one of the things, there were certain things where I was like, okay, I'm going to make this a little bit hard. It's going to be a 16. And you destroyed me on it. And I was like, geez, this just feels like... I don't know, I also rolled completely terrible in a lot of it, so it could be the fact that I was just rolling terrible and you guys are rolling well, really well. Part of, part
2: of that is, I think, a little bit of del- design philosophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might be worthwhile, like, if they were to shift the, uh, with the gritty, pulpy, and cinematic, right. if that also shifted the average difficulty. Yeah. might I, be worth exploring. I can definitely
1: say, because, like, your, your, tough, your target number, your defense, toughness, defense, mm-hmm. your defense for your character is just 10 plus your dex. Yeah. I, and then like there may be a couple of things that will alter that slightly but i don't think that will keep pace with the bonuses that you get so you're going to be just like destroying everything in combat when you get up into higher levels mm-hmm. too
2: yeah i think uh yeah they're kind of i think we're relying on the armor potentially scaling which i have not looked at the equipment enough to see how the armor scales right. for soaking damage
1: and especially in a sci-fi game that yeah. make it really easy to resolve because yeah okay you've got like I say, like plus 15 against, you know, to hit these people. Congratulations, they're wearing Martian exoskeletons. Like, yeah. you know, you're not going to do any damage to these guys. Yeah, It doesn't matter if you hit them anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. you will yeah. absolutely hit that reinforced armor every time. <laughs> and do nothing. Yeah.
2: yeah, so that that's certainly possible. But yeah, I hadn't thought about that from the, the math perspective, but I can see that as, and I, it might be a worthwhile house rule or something to, if you're playing a gritty campaign, shift your shift your difficulties like a point or two
1: as much as our friend clave hates to talk about it the idea of bounded accuracy mm-hmm. like yeah there, that may need to be kind of factored into the idea of like you can only get so good mm-hmm. no matter how much you level up
2: yeah and a lot of that like you said is going to kind of depend on how enemies scale and there's there's a lot of moving parts for that so yeah I'd be interested to to play at a higher level and see right and that, that came out. Since they've
1: already changed things slightly for The Expanse, that would just be, you'd have to look through the book mm-hmm. and see what that does.
2: And honestly, it might be a better thing to for a setting like The Expanse to say you never advance past 10th level. Or yeah. whatever, actually put a lower cap on your overall level. Because the first level characters, which what I'm assuming that we were playing, it uh, doesn't explicitly say, are pretty competent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these the characters you're playing were Quite competent.
0: You made it incredibly difficult for me.
1: Well, I know, like I <laughs> said, I know we made fantasy age characters, so I've made a first level yeah. character in their rules, and I felt like, like it was one of the big strengths. Is I walked in first level, going, I can do things. Yeah,
2: like mm-hmm. it I, didn't. It didn't feel like you were a newbie fresh out into the world, yeah. off the farm with a wooden
1: sword, right, going to, into a basement to fight rats. I yeah. never felt like that. I always felt like, oh, I'm a hero who's just getting more heroic.
2: Yeah. So I almost wonder if the leveling is a bit of an artifact from other gaming roots that maybe just needs to be modified. And just say, you know, your character is is perfectly competent at first level. Let's expand that out. And it's just, you level slower and the max is 10 maybe and you know they kind of reduce the problem with the scaling
1: yeah i know age was initially made for the licensed dragon age Mm -hmm. role-playing game and i kind of wonder if it isn't like leftover of that original video game
2: and that's certainly possible i mean i played the dragon age video game it's been a long time and i've not played the pen and paper rpg right although i've heard some people really enjoy it so yeah
1: i've I've listened to a couple actual plays of those guys and uh they i've i've I thought it was good. It spurred my interest in the rest of the age Mm -hmm. system and the rest of the age system has also been a lot of
0: fun. It's a very sane system.
1: I'll agree with that one. Now, the other thing that I will say that is a little bit of a negative, uh, and I've seen some people house rule out that in a way that I think is effective is actually the stunt points Mm -hmm. as much as I like Mm -hmm. them. And as much as they are fun, especially when you're new, they bring things to a halt.
2: Well, see what I was going to say is I was actually going to cover the stunt points as part of the sanity check for me, because I don't think they're a failure I think they're too common.
1: Yeah. Like that's... Uh, they're they're just
0: all the time and I think it's too much. And I, sometimes they give you excessive benefits
1: right. to what you're doing. Yeah, and I know one thing that some people have resolved is also like trying to pick and choose. Because mm-hmm. like especially when you roll five, six stunt points and a lot of this stuff is spend one stunt point to get this. Well, you got to figure out five separate things that mm-hmm. are good things to do. And some people have started to make their own little like personalized packages. So it's things like like they'll make mighty blow. And mm-hmm. it'll be like ten, you know, two of your points go into uh doing an additional d6 of damage and three points go into knocking them prone. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, I just do the vicious blow. And it just it does more damage and knocks them down. There you go. So they just pull those packages when they mm-hmm. get those high levels. That and that sense. would make sense. Yeah, like I said, it just I like the
2: stunt points, but yeah, I agree with you. They slow everything down. And part of that is because like I said, they're super common. Yeah. I mean, basically every roll, unless you just blow it, which is hard to do, as, we, as we've established, particularly as you level up, you get a lot of stunt points. And sometimes you're succeeding and you get stunt points. It's like, well, what do I do with these? This isn't really a situation where there's any any stunt to be done. Right. And then you're just like, well, yeah, you trash them. It, it almost feels like they should... Like, stunt points should only occur like if you get at least one six on one of your dice or something to kind of limit them slightly and I don't you know I don't know exactly what but it just I mean I hate to say something that gives a player you know me in this instance more agency but it just feels like too
1: much yeah I I have too many toys yeah I'm I'm a little distracted maybe they accumulate like instead of completely
0: taking it to be Something you only get in that turn. They accumulate by round, but you have to get, like, for each double you get, you get one stun point. So at any point during the round, you could be like, well, I want to spend my stun points now.
2: Yeah, that's something else to keep track of. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of the things I think each group would have to find a way that works yeah, for them. I think
0: that would be a home rule thing.
2: But yeah, for me, like I, said, I don't know necessarily that I think it's a critical failure. But mm-hmm. it's for me, it's between a sanity... Check and a critical failure. Yeah,
1: I wasn't quite sure where to land on either because it, I want to keep it. Yeah. I like the stunt point idea. Mm-hmm. I just think the implementation right now makes it a little clunky.
2: Yeah, uh, like I said, it's just you spend too much time searching through a huge a huge chart of stunts.
1: Right. And then trying to define what they are like, oh, is this an action? Is this an investigation? Mm-hmm. Is this an exploration? Like, and honestly,
2: I think that's about the only part where I've seen the game really slow down. Yeah. Other yeah. than that,
1: it moves quickly. Like everything's really straightforward. Which
2: I think makes it stand out more than it would otherwise. I, you could be right there. You know, it's like, yeah, it's an issue, but I think it's, it, it stands out so much more because everything else is so fluid. Right. So.
1: It's the black fly in your Chardonnay. <laughs>
2: Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> uh, well, I think we kind of covered sanity check as well there. Unless one of you guys has no, something I, else for. I would.
0: I
1: I feel like we were at a consensus on that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know if you maybe had one, Andrew. Again, just because you you got the most experience with the the quick start of all. I, of
0: the, us. the great thing about it is it was so well done. It's it's a really really good system. The only other thing I would probably I felt like at certain points you guys having so many stunts mm-hmm. literally caused me to be like, okay. So I have to give them this and this and this. You succeed, but I have to give you so many extra things. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe not making them as common, toning them down because they're good. I think yeah. everyone deserves to have that critical success. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, well, and I like that it creates so much more vagary in combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's not just roll your die, figure it out, do your damage, calculate against their hit points. Like there's, it it lets the big swinging dramatic stuff happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was happening so much. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's like that action movie where you just wish they'd give you a minute or so of breathing space. Yeah, yeah. it's so action packed that you just kind of start to lose the thread. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah. other than that, it's save versus death. Yeah. Well, I will say one thing. Uh, also, that I, I this is not a failure or success or sanity check or anything. I, it's just something we had mentioned off air, and I know just because of space limitations, they couldn't do it but it's The Expanse I wish we had seen something to do with, with spaceships mm-hmm. that oh, actually that was my one I think their critical
0: mess for me was in this intro adventure there's no spaceship battle they even say that if you get the full rules you can ha- you you can have it in there but mm-hmm. even they've named your ship they have you coming in on your ship, leaving on your ship with a little space battle in. It just
1: gives you a little... Well,
2: now to be fair, part of that is because the main book is not finished. Right. So the spaceship rules were probably not done at the time of this beta. Now, what I would say they should do is when the full rules come out, they should include a quick start of the ship rules in here. Yes. Oh, I completely agree with that. And they should add that in.
1: Because, yeah, because I'm, I'm dying. I mean, it, it's... You know, I want to see the Rossi. I want mm-hmm. to see, like, mm-hmm. I want to see Ser- Seri Station. I want to see all of that stuff and see how they represent yep. it with these Yeah, because ships are such a major
2: part of the yeah. setting that you, it, it's kind of a glaring omission. And like I said, I understand the book is not done from the Kickstarter. Right. But I would absolutely say that when that is done and the rules are written, they need to expand this quick start.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like, how are you going to do this with no dungeon and no dragon? Like, come on, man, you got to give me something. <laughs> So now we're on to save versus dead. Yep.
2: Chad? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I really like the, the age system at its core, despite my minor quibbles with it. You know, we had the chance to play Fantasy Age a mm-hmm. couple of sessions off air. Yeah, I'd absolutely play it again, particularly for a modern or sci fi. I'd run it or play it again.
1: David? Well, I did back the Kickstarter, so <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, so I 100 percent would play this again, and I'm looking forward to the book. And uh, yeah, just I'm dying to see what they do with
2: it. So we may very well see uh, see the expanse again once Davery gets his book.
1: Yeah, we could.
0: We finally get that ship battle, and uh, I'd be more than happy to run it or play it again. Like easy, easy run, easy play. Mm-hmm. Like even for me is. I'm still a noob at this thing. I've played one very, very light one that had very, very little to give me, and this one it's given me a whole lot of structure. And I would play this one. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I didn't, not coming with the bountiful experience that I don't have. Um, <laughs> it's, I did. It still didn't feel like I was unequipped to go forwards. You know.
2: Yeah, like I said, for me, I've I've run it and played in it, and. I'd absolutely do it again.
0: Yeah, so I think that's three thumbs up. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's a good go for each. Especially six. You're dating. not going to give it two thumbs no, up. That'd be six thumbs two. up. I <laughs> it's, like a, it's a six thumbs up from us. So yeah, <laughs> the Expanse RPG.
2: Yeah, well, I don't think we got anything else to say. About no. it. I think that's it. So we will see y'all next time around. See you then. Catch you later. There we have another episode from Fortunes Untold. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for games we should play, please feel free to email us at fortunesuntoldpodcast at gmail.com or comment on the Fortunes Untold Facebook or Twitter. If you want to listen to some more Fortunes Untold episodes, please subscribe to us on Google Play or iTunes, and of course at our home on the Nerds on Earth website. Thank you for listening, and roll on.